of the softball world. Welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the morning show. TJ with you solo for probably one segment as Toby was right in the middle of what was about to be the OU baseball meetings and felt that he shouldn't be doing a radio show in the uh, meeting room. So he, he bailed to run back upstairs and set his equipment back up in his room. So he'll join us here uh, shortly. But Oklahoma has done it. National champions in softball. It's one of those championships that you just wait and see how they finish it off. Everyone knew uh, from the beginning of the season on this was the best team in the country. Can they do it now? It's a little bit what Tennessee's facing right now. Everyone knew pretty early on in this baseball season this Tennessee team is something else. Now it's can they do it? Can they finish it? And Oklahoma did, and did it in impressive fashion. And um, they like to build a little bit of drama. They built a little bit last night. And Texas really, in both games, shot themselves in the foot a little bit early on in those games. Could have, uh, well, I can't say they shot themselves in the foot uh, last night because that was a tremendous catch to keep that uh, opening inning at what it was. But that first game, that first inning, when they had so much opportunity there and only got out of it with the one run, you know, we've said it time and time again this year with this OU uh, softball team. Like, you crack the door, you crack it, and they're going to bust it wide open. And, you know, some of that they created for themselves last night with the defense and the, the great plays they made in the field to keep those that game uh, at what it was early on before they could get the offense going. But just a uh, tremendous, tremendous run, an uh, incredible team, and uh, they do it. They finish it off with the championship. So we'll talk more about it with uh, Toby coming up here in a second. I also want to say, yesterday we gave away a pair of tickets courtesy of Elite Roofing Systems to the Cardinals game tomorrow night. The lady just messaged me back, thought her son was going to be able to go and use the tickets uh, is not able to. So I do have a pair of tickets. If you can get to St. Louis, um, maybe you're in St. Louis already and you want to go to the game tomorrow, I can hook you up with a pair of tickets. It's the Reds and the Cardinals. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, I believe that game is. Yeah, uh, 1 o'clock game it looks like. Um, just text me on the text line. 
405-651-3439. Say you want the cards, tickets, and that you can use them. I'll forward them to you. You can go have a great time at the game. The lady, uh, very apologetic, thought she could, uh, her son could use those. But uh, we do have those available. And thank you to Elite Roofing System for providing those. Craig Scott Cox and the guys over there at Elite Roofing. 405-361-3094 in Oklahoma City. 918-984-5475 in Tulsa. Your uh, free quote, bonded and insured, affordable priced roofing company. But uh, incredible, incredible performance last night by the... Uh, Sooner softball team. And more questions here. A lot of you just waking up at the 8 a.m. hour, so kind of have answered this each hour. I mean, it's funny. It's kind of the big story of the day because of the way it happened with the assistant coach with Texas going nuts at the end of the game. They put the camera on him, and it's like, uh-oh, and they pan away real quick to where you don't know what's going on with that guy. Like, why is he so angry? Why is he being held back? And then they cut back to the celebration with Oklahoma. It was not anything to do with the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, someone on the Air Comfort Solutions text line just uh, asking again, why was the Texas coach holding back the assistant coach right after the game ended? Some had speculated after the game it had something to do with the curtain calls and how they handled Jossie and some of the things that Patty did. That that goes on all the time in in. In many sports, not just softball, but that's just something you do for those seniors or those players that are exiting like that. And you, you give them and build for those opportunities. Texas did it last night with their second baseman, so it had nothing to do with that. Uh, from what the story is, um, they had the home run that they hit in that seventh inning that bounced back onto the field. As is tradition, home run balls are collected by the ushers and taken to the family of that player. We saw it. Uh, the night before with uh, with Jocelyn's home run and Jennings home run, and that's just kind of tradition. Well, this ball was weird because it shot back onto the field. Apparently, that ball, I guess, ended up back with the umpire or somewhere else, and that assistant was trying to collect it for the family of that player. Uh, Scott, I think, is who hit that. Um, so in trying to collect that, apparently... The umpire may have ignored him, gave him attitude. I don't know what the deal was with the ball. Or if he was being a jerk and trying to collect it. I, I don't know what was going on with it. Something happened to where it built uh, it built, uh, built up and the umpire just kind of shoved it across to him. And the coach didn't like the way that it was thrown at him or something. So he wanted words after the game. I think he's already, he's already, he's quick if he's already back. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. We've had more texters about the situation after the game. That's funny that that's yep. one of the main storylines after, after that game, which it was weird in the way the camera caught it and you saw how angry he was and then it's like, uh-oh, we better get to the celebration. But nothing to do with any of that. So I think it's odd that the director made a choice to go to that shot. Yes, yes. Uh, in the middle of the celebration. I think that, uh, you know, now that the story is out, he wasn't – like, it's a story if he's mad at Patty. Correct. Or something like Especially that. Especially being that, that – that those two teams, that rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. But now that we know he's not, like, he wasn't, so – It's a non-story. It's, not, it's a non-story. It's a yeah. non-story, and, and, but a lot of people are like us and, and went straight to bed and are waking up and waking up at different times this morning. Sure. And they're like, what the heck was going on with that, you know? No, that's, I was curious. Yeah, so – I was curious. Um, we had a text here to uh, pour one out for Taco, celebrating the best seat in the house. There's no doubt 
Taco oh, would have been celebrating this uh, this victory and this team, yeah. man. He would have loved been, this team. He would have been driving them on golf carts to the press conferences. <laughs> and, I mean, he, when the Women's College World Series wasn't that big of a deal, Taco was its biggest supporter. Without a doubt. One of them, if not number one, yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. And now that it is a monster deal, yeah. He had, he had the best seat. He had the best seat. Did you give the boys a pep talk before you exited the room? Um, the team has not arrived yet. The coaches were coming in to start. Uh, they've got some – they got breakfast and some position meetings and things that are going to start up here at 9.30 or 8.30 Central Time. So I just wanted to make sure I was out of the way. Okay. But I haven't seen okay. any of the actual team yet. Uh, I did uh, talk to the coaches, gave them my advice on how I'd go about things today. And uh, they, they each had notepads out and pens. And we're hanging on my every one of it. Reggie at one point said, hey, slow down. I'm missing some of this. So, um, yeah, I thought I had some good info. And as you exited, uh, one of, uh, Reggie, whoever it was, looked at Skip and said, ignore all of that. Hogwash. Yeah, they pretty much realized many, many. Uh, I mean, Reggie was new to the game this year. All of them have learned to ignore everything I said a long time. <laughs> I say new, a long time ago. New to the game. Reggie thought for like a week and a half he needed to p- pay attention, and then he quickly learned, oh, this guy's just full of garbage. And so <laughs> they now understand how it works. Um all right, very cool. Anything else this segment you've been cooking with that I need to add No, to the or... Cardinal tickets we gave away yesterday, the lady texted me this morning, and her son ended up not being able to use them, so I uh, put it back out there for anyone that maybe want to go to the St. Louis Reds, St. Louis Cardinals-Reds game tomorrow. So we'll see if we can get somebody to, to jump on those. So. Okay, very good. Well, next segment, I have something to give away. Well, look at you. Yeah. Ladies, I've got something to give away next segment. <laughs> That didn't sound very good, did it? I have a giveaway <laughs> for the ladies coming up in the uh, – That's still I don't know how to say that properly. In the next segment of the show. So uh, we'll get to that. I think um, I think this is going to be a fascinating weekend, Teach. Uh, we didn't know pitching matchups until last night, pretty late last night. And um, – Kudos to Virginia Tech. I've still not seen any game notes from them. Uh, we're only a few hours away from starting uh, broadcast now, so hopefully before first pitch we'll get some. But um, uh, Jake Bennett, the fact that he's going to go for OU is intriguing just because he pitched on Monday a little bit. But Virginia Tech is going back to Griffin Green today. So – Griffin Green was their Friday starter pretty much all season. And then when they got to the postseason, ACC tournament and NCAA tournament, they went to Drew Hackenberg, who is the brother, the little brother of former Penn State quarterback Christian Hackenberg. One of the most crazy athletic families in the United States, the Hackenbergs, TJ. They have another brother that I think plays in Major League Soccer. So they like all are really good in different sports. It's bizarre. Well, the Hackenbergs think they're better than me, huh? But Hackenberg, who was the uh, ACC co-freshman of the year, I believe, all-American, uh, all freshman, all-American. 
He's like 10-2 and two with an ERA in the low threes. He's been great, and so they decided to move him into the number one spot for postseason. And it hasn't gone well. He did not pitch well uh, against Clemson. No, 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 against North Carolina in the ACC tournament. He did not pitch well against Wright State in the NCAA tournament. He got chased fairly early in both starts. And so they're going back to Griffin Green. Griffin Green, who was their Friday night starter, did not make an appearance in the ACC tournament because they only played two games, TJ. They tried to throw off in game one, came back with Hackenberg. Then they were done. So they never got to Griffin Green. They pitched him in game two of the NCAA tournament. He threw two innings. So he's thrown two innings in the last two weeks of baseball. Well, almost three weeks of baseball now. So they're going back to him, obviously, fully rested, way too rested maybe, uh, as their leadoff pitcher today. Right-hander, all the starters OU is going to see this weekend are righties. Hackenberg, who will start Saturday's game as the harder thrower, more of a strikeout guy. Griffin Green is not a soft tosser. He's got a 92-mile-an-hour fastball, but uh, doesn't throw as hard. A little more pitchability to him. Hackenberg's just going to try to overpower you. Uh, Griffin Green, a little more pitchability. And uh, that's who they've decided to go with in uh, game one. Uh, Here's a little bit more from their baseball play-by-play guy, Evan Hughes, about uh, their starter today, Griffin Green. Last year, limited action, then went to the Cape Cod League and really thrived in the Cape, actually started the championship series. And that's something that Coach Jeff really harps on is that he was so impressed that his manager with the talent that was there in the Cape, they gave him the ball in game one. So he goes from being a, a midweek relief guy last year to the Friday guy this year. Uh, he's got another fastball that's going to hit about 90-92. Got a cutter that could go in there, change up as well. I mean, one of his best starts came at Virginia this year when he went seven innings. He gave up one hit. But I think similarly to the difference between Drew and Griffin, I think Drew's a little bit more of a strikeout pitcher. And and Griffin's the kind of guy that's going to let his defense make plays behind him. Like, he really drives from the stretch and can operate with runners on base. He's an emotional guy. I think the defense really likes playing behind him. So that's uh, that's who's starting today for Vatek. Uh, Again, obviously they're – Good. Their their pitching staff is good, but if you had to say which, what what's their best asset? It's definitely their position group, the bats. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, exactly how the pitching matchups work out. I I feel like going into this TJ just statistically, I haven't seen Griffin Green Green pitch, but just statistically learning about him and and uh, looking through the numbers, I feel like in game one. That OU's got the advantage in the starting pitching. If Jake is on his game, I feel like OU's got the better starting pitcher today. That doesn't mean they're going to win. It doesn't mean Jake's going to be on his game. Maybe Griffin Green has the game of a lifetime. Right. But it looks like on paper, Oklahoma's got a slight advantage on the mound in game one. Game two, I would probably go the other way. I would say slight advantage Virginia Tech with Hackenberg statistically – David Sandlin's been great of late, and maybe Inter Sandman is lifted by uh, being in Inter Sandman land, you know.
But on paper, advantage OU game one, advantage Vitek game two. If it gets to a game three, I think it's advantage OU. With the way Kate Horton's been pitching lately, Virginia Tech has kind of rotated that spot all year trying to find a third guy. They went with one of their seniors, Ryan Metz, last week, and he was really good for him. But he hasn't had a ton of starts. So slight edge, game one pitching matchup, Oklahoma. Slight edge, game two, Vatek. Slight edge, game three, I think, Oklahoma. All of that could be overpowered if Vatek gets these bats going. I mean, these these bats are incredible. Better lineup than Florida. Probably a better lineup than Texas. Woof. I mean, they are really, really potent. It is impressive, and uh, it's like one of those things where you hold them down maybe one time through the order, and you feel like you've accomplished something, and bam, they put seven on you. So they are tough. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. RK Black, they are the sponsor of this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952, helping medium and small-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Technology solutions, copiers, fax printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, and so much more. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I saw the Ted Lasso-looking guy wearing a zip-up sweater in the Longhorn dugout. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't stand out to me. I don't I don't know why I didn't remember seeing they this They showed guy. him very late in the game. That's what I saw. Maybe they showed him multiple times. But like in the ninth inning, I think when um, Jefferson came back in. That's your name, right? The second baseman? Yes. When they kind of brought her off the field there, I think they showed him, like, giving her a fist bump or something in the dugout. That's when I remember seeing him. Maybe it's a lucky sweater. I mean, you know. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, Speaking uh, of superstitions, OU brought the same bus driver and bus that they used in Florida up to Virginia. Excellent. <laughs> Steve, the bus driver, is here with the team. Uh, go rub uh, Steve on the head before the game I or asked something. him if he knows how to get to Omaha from here, and he said, oh, yeah, I can get there. Uh, this one was asking who the starter is for OU today but it came in before you answered that just a bit ago Um, Jake Bennett why did Virginia Tech only play two games in the ACC tournament so they do a uh, pod system in the ACC where uh, they break uh, 12 teams into four Pods of three teams each. So there's four different pods, three teams in each pod. And you play the other two teams in your pod. And then the champions of each pod advance to the semifinals. Um, you say to yourself, what happens if everybody goes one and one in their pod? Well, then the higher-seeded team is the one to advance at that point. Big 12 tournament did something similar to this, but it was just a two-pod system back in the day. And it was terrible. It was, it's, yeah, it's horrible. This sounds terrible as well. But uh, there's a bunch of teams in the ACC. So that's how they decided to do it. So the uh, Virginia Tech pod, uh, North Carolina went 2-0. and Vatek only went 1-1. and So North Carolina advanced out of their pod. 
and thus uh, they just got the two games. They, they beat Clemson and lost to North Carolina. There you go. There it is. Let's see here. I uh, can't see what this image says. Somebody sent me a picture. I can't. I can't even read that. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you send me your glasses real quick? Uh, Sandlin looks better than Bennett to me, is what this texter says. Welcome to the baseball season, whoever that texter is. Um, David's been great of late. Certainly, uh, not going to argue that. He has dominated at times. So it depends on what game you caught. I would say this past week that would be true. I think David pitched better in Florida than Jake did, and Jake was good. He got a win. But I think David, remember, had to face Florida and uh, was really, really good. I think he's been getting better and better as the year's gone on. Uh, so for the totality of the season, Jake Bennett has been the better pitcher. But the fact that we're even having this conversation is a really good thing because it wasn't close about midway through the year. You know, there, it was Jake Bennett, and maybe we should think about doing some other things on Saturday and Sunday. Remember that, Teej? So the fact that we're even having this conversation speaks worlds to what David Sandlin has done the second half of the season. He has been fantastic. That being said, again, statistics uh, are statistics. Uh, Virginia Tech has been a much better team against right-handed pitchers than lefties this year. Drastically better. So I think Oklahoma comes in at least feeling like maybe uh, their lefty arms can give them some problems. You know, not just Jake, but maybe Chaz Martinez as well, Carter Campbell. We'll see if it plays out that way, but at least statistically, Vatek has not hit nearly as well against southpaws this year as, as righties. B.A. Boomer thinks Toby's underwear needs an NIL deal. Hmm. Can I, uh, can, I, uh, can I give you more information than perhaps you want? Why not? We always you know share what? around you know here. What? You know what? I'm going to keep that to myself. Hmm. I'm going to avoid oversharing and keep it to myself. I'm just going to leave you intrigued. I'm going to leave you huh. on intrigue. Well, that was a tease that didn't pay off. Uh, <laughs> if we go to Omaha, if we go to Omaha, remind me of this topic, and maybe I've got some. I will. I will give you some new information regarding my underwear. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that was coming out of my mouth. I was trying to stop it. Um, sorry for the two of you that just woke up. Yes, it's been addressed many times. Oh, hey, TJ, what what about the Texas <laughs> assistant coach last night? That's what night? it said. Sorry, just tuned in. Uh, if this has already been addressed, what was going on with the Texas assistant? We just got two of the two more of those. Right. Go ahead, TJ. Uh, Explain it again. Nothing to do with OU. Nothing to see here. Ball bounced back onto the field off that home run that uh, Texas hit. Assistant coach was trying to collect the ball for his girl to give to the family, which is tradition. Umpire gave him some attitude, chunked the ball towards him. Assistant didn't like it and wanted words with the umpire. So just trying to collect the home run ball for the family. Nothing to do with OU or having any problem with anything. Patty or anyone on the OU sidelines did. So. Or Let's dug, start dug every out, segment uh, the rest of the day with the next <laughs> I feel like it, it. We have got that text a lot today, and that's what I said. It's, it's amazing. 
Because that's when people kind of right after that tuned off, turned off the television and went to sleep, and now they're like, what the heck was going on with that coach? So yeah. I, we both admitted we went to bed that same way thinking, what was going on there? But uh, sure. everyone's interested in that. Uh, this is the random que- uh, text of the day on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Toby, do you think the Yankees are going to win at all? <laughs> you want to answer that right now in June? No. Uh, okay. Uh, the apparently hey, the, the image right is of a tweet of a Texas fan threatening Mr. OU. Hmm. We can't have that. No, we don't not up in here. I don't mean to threaten anybody. No. Don't threaten anybody, but yes, especially not Mr. O.U. Especially a a national treasure like Mr. O.U. Referred to him as a clown. I did see the camera caught scissor hands also in the crowd last night, (laughs) causing some havoc. (laughs) Causing havoc? Well, I mean, he was just up and cheering and being, you know, leading the crowd. Yeah, I saw him doing that. Get on your feet kind of a thing. (laughs) Bobby Bones in the house yesterday, too. What was that? that? Is he married to a Sooner? Is that the I've got a friend. She's obsessed with fair, Bobby Bones. I, uh, okay, he don't need to be uh, jumping on the bandwagon here. Apparently, he did. He was wearing the patties, a goat T-shirt, and all that. So I guess his wife's sister is married to one of the uh, somebody on the staff. Is what I saw. His wife's sister, Bobby Bones' wife's sister, is married to his someone in the program. Yes. So his brother-in-law is on the staff. Apparently so. I don't know who that is. Chris Pryant probably knows that. We could probably ask him later on. I don't know okay, who it is. Okay, that's acceptable so. then. That's yeah. acceptable. He's 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 through he's family. family. Ties. He's family. Yes. I have no idea who Bobby Bones is. I mean, I know he's a radio. I've never in my life ever heard <laughs> Bobby Bones on the radio. Anyway, I don't know where to find him, how to find him. I I did see him on the doing the American Idol things. Right. But that's the only place I know him from. Other than that, he's the country Seacrest. He's everywhere. So, but why don't I ever hear? I listen to country music all the time. Well, I've never heard Bobby Bones. Do you do a morning radio show? Uh huh. He hosts a morning radio show. Okay. Yeah. It, what's it on? He's syndicated nationally. So uh, here locally, I could. Well, it's it's on a sister station here uh, with not us on, on iHeart at ninety four seven radio. No, no, no. Okay, so no. that's all I listen to of the country music. So. Right, I got you. Hey, just woke up. What was the Texas coach mad about? Did OU win? Sorry, Stop. I was tired. That person's <laughs> yanking our chain. <laughs> if you knew the coach was mad, you know OU won. So stop it. What else you got? Give me one more. Uh, that was actually the last one. We're caught up on te- the right, text line. We're late for a break. Uh, 9.34 Eastern time, 8.34 back in the Central Time Zone. Wrapping it up from Blacksburg. We are moments away from being joined by Chris Plank. The morning after another natty. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back to Blacksburg. Sooners and Hokies coming up here today. Game one of the Supers. Uh, 2 o'clock Central Time, one thirty pregame coming up today right here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be this summer. If you need a bad boy mower or check out the new CF Motos, they are sweet. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Let's get Darla in here real fast. Darla's got something to say to us. Darla, good morning. I'm so proud of the Sooners. I loved it. 
I was just wondering if you happen to know what all the seniors are going to do. You know, what's their what's their plans? I do not know the answer to that. Okay. I follow the baseball team, Darla. I'm sorry. Well, I do not well, know what the future right. of the well, softball players are. Anyway, go so, go sooner softball. I mean, baseball now. Thank we you, Darla. To, we need to get, them, get a victory. That'd be great. Go on to Omaha. Thanks, Darla. See ya. I'm sure Chris knows the future professions of the sooner sooner senior softball. Yeah, I would I say uh, you know professional that. softball, uh, Olympic softball, all of the above, probably for some of them. Mm-hmm. So, hey, did you hear me uh, in the break tell you uh, this is our last show on a Friday until July 22nd together? Now, please explain that to me. Oh, I'm off the next three Fridays. You're off the two Fridays after that. Stop! So. Stop! 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 Yeah. Stop! Stop! Back it up there. You're off the next three. Fridays? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're off the, uh, the two after that. So How did you get three Fridays off in a row? I just put down vacation days. Well, I'll be on the cruise for two of them. <sighs> what about the third one? Well, I put in a vacation day for that one, too. Where are you going then? Well, that's July 4th weekend, so. When is July 4th? Uh, what date is it on this year? It falls on a Monday. Wh- Why do you need off Friday? Which we're off Monday and Tuesday. So you're going to be just back from vacation. <laughs> and yes, Drake, I've vacation? already explained this to you. Why are you yelling at me again, Drake? Why are you taking more vacation fresh back from vacation? I have the days. Why wouldn't I? It just seems excessive and gaudy. <laughs> well, that's how I live my life. Excessive and gaudy. That's true. Yeah. That is yeah. true. I'll add this to the list. Takes three <laughs> consecutive Fridays of vacation. You're off two in a row, so don't act like that's so much more than what I what you're doing. True, but it is just one vacation. I'm leaving on a Friday. I'll be back the following week. Well, weekend. I'm just taking one vacation. I'm just taking vacation days. No, no, I'm no, living no, my no, normal no, no. life on that day. Then why are you taking off? <laughs> well, I have the vacation days to take. Why wouldn't You're I take off? You're not going to the lake or anything. You just decided, I'm just not working this day. Uh, why here. would I go to the lake on July 4th weekend? I'll just be in town. I'm doing some honeydews around the house. I won't be going anywhere. I won't be doing anything at the lake. Of course not. What do you mean, of course not? I was, I was kind of lying Oh, to that's you facetious. Yeah, oh, okay, facetious, gotcha. yeah. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, I'll deal with not having you on Fridays, I guess. <laughs> Man, that you know what? That honestly just kind of rattled me a little bit. Not that you're going to be gone, but we're that close to my vacation. Uh, like, if OU goes to Omaha... My entire month of June is shot, TJ. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just living out of a suitcase. Uh, Skip said this morning, it feels like we've been living in, in hotels for six weeks. He's close to right. They have been on the road forever. Lubbock, Arlington, Gainesville, Blacksburg. Uh, hopefully you know, Omaha. Hopefully Omaha. Uh, all right. Well, I hope you have uh, a good time on all well, your well, vacations. We'll, we'll, sleep. we'll, we'll yeah, talk to each other Christmas. next week. We'll, I'll be so around your, for Your point days. is, 
enjoy it because this is our last I mean, I'm Friday just telling together the listener. until football yeah, season. Yeah, if you're a listener that only gets to listen to us on Friday, I apologize. You won't TJ's hear TJ's taking of unnecessary <laughs> vacation days. <laughs> There's never just unnecessary he can. vacation days. Just because he can. That's, uh, well, all right, well. Hope you have fun sleeping in that day, I guess. <laughs> Whatever you're going to do. Um, what was I going to tell you this segment? What was I going to say this segment? Um, I don't remember. You threw me off my game there. Oh, do you know what a hokey is? Um, I think you've told this before, and I don't remember. I'm sure I did nine years ago. Yeah. You're going to okay. tell me, and it's going to click, but I don't remember. So, the uh, Virginia Tech mascot, the team used to be called, like, the Texters or something really uh, non-creative. And there was this guy named Floyd. Oh, how suspenseful is this? You there? Check, one, two. Check, check. Toby. Uh-oh. I'm still on the air, I hope. You there? You there? Hold on. You you cut completely out. You just came back now. Start over. You, now? There was a guy named, now? and then you were gone. Floyd Meade okay. in the early 1900s who would train turkeys like you would train a dog or something to do tricks. Okay. He would train turkeys to do tricks, and he would bring these trained turkeys to Virginia Tech sporting events. He got famous. <laughs> it's a true story. He got famous for bringing them to football games. He would train turkeys to carry carts. He would train them to uh, do tricks. And because of this, they became known as the Gobblers. Everybody started calling them the Gobblers, the Virginia Tech Gobblers. And that was their nickname for decades, really until the, like the 70s and 80s. They were known as the Virginia Tech Gobblers. Uh, at some point along the way, they decided this is not a good nickname. And wanted to change it. And so uh, somebody uh, looked through the archives and found an old, like, chant for the university that included the words hokey, 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 high in it. Just random words that rhymed with something else. And so they decided to make a hokey bird, like a turkey that they called a hokey bird instead of a gobbler. And they decided instead of being called the hokey birds, they would rather be the Hokies, thus they're the Hokies. So it is born out of a turkey, a trained turkey in the early 1900s brought by Floyd Meade. How to, about that? Uh, I don't think I knew that story. I don't guess you had told that story, so <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Isn't that crazy? That I didn't crazy. know you could train a turkey. I didn't know a turkey had the mental capacity to be trained. I've, I've heard of people training turkeys. To do tricks and stuff? Do tricks and stuff, and they... Uh... I think they can be like, um, uh, yeah, what are the pets called? Uh, why am I blinking? They use for stress and stuff and anxiety uh, that comfort the people. Um, Dad, gummit. Can't remember what the word is. I think Toby's gone again. We'll try to think about it. We're going to take a timeout. What's going on with our connection? I, I don't know. You just started dropping out. What's a what's a pet that comforts people with like anxiety and stuff? Dogs. No, yeah, but what are um, – <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Rabbits. I'm an idiot. I cannot think of this word. But anyway, you can train turkeys to do that, to help people with stress and everything. 
Cats. Emotional support. Yes, thank you, Kate. Oh, I uh, thought you were you. looking for an actual Emotional species. support dog. They, uh, turkeys can be emotional support animals. Shut up. No, I'm serious. People train them for that. Service animal. Yeah, thank you, people. Uh, support animal. Yeah, thank you. Why was <laughs> blinking on that? Hey, what happened with the uh, Texas assistant coach? Hey, so that's mad? on here again, by the way, about three more times. And a lot of people know uh, the Twister is where you can find Bobby Bones. You people should not know that information. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Here comes the 2-1. Hammered. Deep to left field, and it is gone! It's gone! Kinsey Hansen with a bomb over the left field wall, and Oklahoma has blown this game open in the top of the fifth inning. First pitch swinging, and it's drilled. Deep to left field, and it's gone! A three-run bomb! G3 has made it 10-2 Sooners. The 0-1. Ground ball to second. This should do it. Jennings to first. They did it. They did it. Paint 2022 gold. The Sooners have gone back to back. And for the sixth time in program history, the Oklahoma Sooners are national champions. They dogpile outside the circle. And this 2022 team has staked their claim as one of the greatest in college softball history. Somebody get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Get your bathing suits and your suntan lotion. It's time to go home. Final segment. Oh, I'm emotional. Final segment. Uh, if you missed it, that was Patty Gasso after the game. Uh, at her press conference last night as the Sooners win the national championship. Chris Plank, dynamic performance on the microphone again last <laughs> night, my friend. That sounded first, like a blast. That's uh, Well, hey, I'm, I appreciate that, and that's the first time I've heard it. Um, that's pretty cool. That, you nailed that, it. <laughs> obviously, I'm, uh, I'm not in the best voice today, so I'm sorry to our uh, listeners of the Plank Show, but we got Josh to carry us. Um, man, yeah, it was a cool night. Toby, we went and they had a, um, a big celebration for the, for the team after the game. And it was, it was a celebration now, man. They, uh, they did it up right. It was, it was really cool. Oh, I need uh, details on this. I'll, tell us about the after party last night. It was, uh, as the kids would say lit, but the coolest thing that happened for me. And, and listen, when I say lit, you got to remember, um, I'm hugging parents and congratulating kids. I'm not having the fun, the fun you're watching from afar, and you're just – I mean, listen, these girls grind. And the interesting thing about it is they've got to get – they've got to get this stuff out of their room, and they've got to get packed up, and they've got a bus taking them back to campus. <laughs> so they, uh, uh, they, they have to get packed up and get back to Norman. But the coolest thing that happened, I think you can appreciate this, um, TJ, I know you will. Stephanie McMahon was at the victory celebration what? last night. Is this why she yeah. took time off from the WWE? She had to be at the victory celebration? So it, it, it honestly, it honestly, outside of just kind of getting to stand around and be around Patty Gasso, it was really, Coach comes up to me and she goes, hey, 
do you know who Stephanie McMahon is? I'm like, yes, she's the, she's the it. She's Vince McMahon's daughter. She goes, that's her right there. And I kind of stood and I looked and I'm like, oh my God, it is Stephanie McMahon. And so she goes, do you want me to introduce you? And JT and I, you know, JT's younger than me, but people who grew up watching wrestling are like, absolutely. And so we got to stand there and talk to Stephanie McMahon for a little bit. It was, it was really, it was really cool. Triple H was there, but he wasn't at the victory celebration. He was apparently at the game last night. So really cool. Really. So how about this? So at the women's college world series this year, Peyton Manning, a little Tom Brady, and obviously the, the, the biggest star in all of those, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H were there this week. How Peyton about that? Manning was at the Women's College World Series? Yes. Yes. He yeah. was there. He was there early. In fact, Toby, he was there and just sitting amongst the fans. And Why? Like, no, nobody. His daughter was playing in a tournament. She's a softball player. And she was playing in a tournament in, uh, in Oklahoma, and apparently he's a big softball fan. So he was at one of the early sessions. I have not heard and about Bobby Bones. Now. Don't leave him out. Jeez. Bobby Bones. Bo- Bobby Bones was there last night, too. Yes, he was. <laughs> Bobby Bones was there. Thank you, TJ. Wow. I was hey, Chris, what it. happened with that assistant uh, coach with Texas? <laughs> have you heard that a thousand times? Uh, well, yeah, that would be about 1,400 texts. We've answered it about a thousand times. <laughs> Chris, you're the man. Get some rest. Thanks, Toby. Uh, no, you know what? Happen. I want you to take two weeks off, starting right now. I want you to – you got the <laughs> well, next we couple of weeks off. we got a celebration off. on Saturday, and we got a baseball game to listen to tonight, so we can't wait. All right. See you, Chris. Way to go, bud. See you, brother. Stick around. You're going to hear all the inside information on the Sooners National Championship last night. Chris Plank, Josh Helmer coming up next. I'll be back with you 2 o'clock first pitch, one thirty pregame today from here in Blacksburg. Have a great weekend, everybody.